Connecting the dots. Connecting his guests to the world. Creating more connections. Yeah. Welcome to The Connection with your host, Jay Morales. Podcasting from the Parkville Studios. What's going on today is episode number 11. So sometimes I like to do things impromptu. I got a special guest for you guys. It's Chad Ellison. Yeah. Enjoy. Take your, get your notes ready. Get your notebook out. I want to give you insight into Chad Ellison right here. So I want to say thank you uh, for joining us today on The Connection. Your host, Jay Morales. I got Chad Ellison. He's a realtor. But before you did real estate, Chad, um, what did you do? Uh, I was in corporate America for about 10 years. Cool, cool. Talking to the microphone. I won't bite you back, bro. Mm-hmm. So, so, okay, you're in corporate America. I get it. So w- what's corporate America? Define that for some people because some people don't know because they don't know they're in corporate America. What does that mean? Corporate America to me is, is basically your very structured day-to-day come in with an agenda. Um, you know, you're, you're working for somebody else. Yeah. True. I mean, I get that, right? People say, punching in, people are managing you, there's a hierarchy. You know, there's nothing right. wrong with that. Very right? political. Yes, right. absolutely. You got to worry about being two minutes late. And, you know, I, I l- listen, no knock on that. So uh, 10 years of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what broke for you to say, I no longer want to do this. I don't know what I want to do, but I no longer want to do this. What, what broke you? What broke you? Uh, just a lack of, of freedom and a lack of, uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I was wore out after yeah. 10 years of that and working 60 hours for, you know, somebody else. Um, I, I was wore out. I, I'd be I, asleep by eight o'clock every night and man. I, it was, it's just not worth it. And, and you basically had the same routine over and over again. You knew it was predictable. You know, maybe you like some of the people you worked with, some people you didn't. You know, and that's what I miss. I mean, people, oh, do you miss where you used to work? No, but I miss the people, absolutely. See, that's the thing. I think business is business. It doesn't matter if it's a retail store or a hospital or a church or whatever the business is, right? It's people that make that business. And making the transition from an employee like you did um, to a business owner what surprised you the most, bro? What what surprised you from like, all right, I ain't got no boss now. Um, biggest surprise. Um, I think that's kind of tough because it's all brand new to me. I mean, everything was a surprise, really. Um, you know, you got to get up and you you got to be accountability accountable to yourself. Um, you know, That's, you're not accountable to a, I am my boss. So, right. Uh, you know, I got to fire myself if, if I'm not busy that day or, or making phone calls or following up with people. That's I, so I'm true. accountable to myself, nobody else. And that's hard. People think it's easy. People think, oh, you know, I ain't got no boss. I don't have to be anywhere. Boy, this bed is comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you, you had to transition yourself. You know, oh, you can cough. It doesn't matter. It's real radio. <laughs> Who cares? Seriously, if you don't like it, push pause or stop. Um, Here's the thing. I don't know, man. For me, people, 
everybody, I think, is infatuated with being a business owner. There's a lot of people say, you know, I want to be my own boss. I want to own a business. I want to be the CEO. I think that's all glamorous and sexy, but I want to talk to you about the side that's not glamorous and sexy. What, what else besides accountability? Besides accountability, what, what else is there? What else is good? Yeah, or good or bad. You know, one of the, it's actually a book you gave me recently, this uh, Slight Edge, you know. Yeah. The, the that thing that, the, that was hardest for me to transition to was, you know, in my 10 years in corporate America, I was never in sales, ever. Right. I was in ops and service. Yeah. yeah. Um, so transitioning to this where you got to go, you know, uh, promote yourself and promote your business and try to grow uh, from a sales aspect, that's totally new to me. Think about um, that. But going back to the slight edge, one of the things I read in there was, you know, you could be a dentist, you could be, you know, a cupcake maker, and yeah. your number one business is sales. Yeah, like I, and you, people don't if, think about that. If you could be the best dentist in the world, but if you don't have anybody, <laughs> any teeth to clean, that's true. you know, that's true. Then you're broke, right? And right. beyond broke, I mean, broke is a state of mind. But you're right; the business needs income. It any business. So let me, you know, with that book, what did it make you think differently? Like what, you know, what, um, what was something like? Man, I never. Ooh, I, I wouldn't say it necessarily opened my eyes, but one of the things that it really uh, hit on hard for me was, you know, it's the little things. It's it's the daily routine, um, you know, that makes the difference. It's continuing to get up and do those things that other people aren't willing to do um, and being yeah. consistent at it. That's true. You know, you're, you're not going to tip the scale with one grain of salt, but if every day you're putting you know, two, three, four grains of salt on there, after a week, you might start tipping that scale. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? Because everyone thinks it's instant success and that it's, I don't know, instantaneous. Or I don't want to say it's easy because I think most people in, a, in an employment situation with a job and a boss and a structure, there's a lot of things, I think, in that environment that create stability for sure. Mm -hmm. But I also com they also make comfortability right. where... Right, you know, I, and I've heard people. Oh, I, I want to work somewhere because it's more predictable income. It's more this, more that. Okay, which I would argue. I mean, yeah. So in, in real estate or in, in in a lot of businesses where you you work for yourself, yeah, you might not see a paycheck for a month. Uh, right, or sometimes two, or right? two, and right, then, and then a big, a big five to ten right. month. What you used to make in one month, a big old right. Yeah. So so, so people are very uncomfortable with that. Well, yeah. my, my argument, and, and they go back to, oh, well, I get paid every Friday or, you know, twice a yeah. uh, twice a month. Uh, my argument with that to be, well, you can lose your job at any time. There's no, secu there's no security in that either. Absolutely. That's probably a customer of yours calling right now. So while you're... No, nope. just my buddy, Scotty. Okay, good. So, so Scotty, let's see. That's the other thing, right? As a business owner, you have to know when to turn it on and turn it off. You've, you've got to know for yourself, like, okay, man, like, I've got to discipline myself. Come on, Chad, let's go fishing right now. Well, if you're in the middle of sales or in the middle of serving your customer, in the middle of a transaction, in the middle of waiting for a phone call, you just can't up and go. And here's how I look at business ownership. Right now, Chad, you as a realtor, many people write you a check, right? Your customers, your clients, and, you know, your partners, they write you a check per se. Uh, not a check, but a profit. Mm -hmm. At at employment, guess what you have? You only have one boss writing you one check. Well, what's just immediately, if, if you got 30, 40 people paying you a year versus one person paying you a year, do you see the difference Absolutely. just right there? 
if the one person stops paying you for whatever reason, because they go bankrupt or they, they figure they don't like you anymore, if out of 30 people, one doesn't like you, are you still okay? Sure. Yeah. That's stability. That's paycheck or that's income. And to me, most people are like, oh, I, I need to know I'm making forty-one sixty-six per month. That's 50000 a year minus taxes. And there's nothing wrong with that. But to me, I think you're held at ransom, especially when your ideas aren't the same as theirs. Mm-hmm. So, Chad, what do you think about that? I'm going to give my politically correct answer to mm-hmm. you because I know that I don't want to make you mad because you're going to do my performance review. But now, if a customer says to you, you know, I don't like the way you look, Chad, and <laughs> your beard is just bothering me, you can truly say, you know, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm going to refer you over to Jay. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, you're not going to refer him over to Jay. Let's be <laughs> honest. Um, but I don't know. So what? What if somebody now is stuck at their J-O-B and, and they're miserable and you're talking to them right now because they are listening right now. They're saying, what's Chad up to? Chad, talk to that person right now. Talk to that guy stuck in the cubicle in the truck in a routine at the at the at the counter. Talk to that person. They they want they want what you want. Um, I mean, something that always hits home with me is I saw a Steve Harvey clip. Oh, uh, when he came. Uh, yes, it was after what what show? It shows what's um, the show? Family Feud. Family I know Feud. what you're already going to talk about, um, bro. And it was just a little clip. I'm pretty sure it was after the airing was already done, and he yep. was just talking to the crowd, and he said, basically the gist of it was, you just got to jump. Yes. You just got to do it. I heard. I saw um, that one. Did you send that to me at one point, or did you tell me that? Possibly. Because honestly, um, he's like, bruh, but that's, if you got to do you just got to jump. Yeah. Because most people want to be like, I'm going to try this. And that's okay that people try but I think if you're going to give it good effort, right? Because we're trained in, in, in our lives at eight hours a day, five days a week, you get the weekends off. That's all society, right? That was that was created by man. And that was created by society to say, that's what your work hours are. Mm-hmm. There's overtime, there's which kills me too. There's overtime and there's bonus money and all that other stuff. But as business ownership, you want to raise this month? Say that again. I'm sorry. Do you want to raise this month as a business owner? Yeah. Well, you know what you got to do, right? Sure. Just got to work harder. Do you get a performance report right now? Not I get really. A, I get a performance report anytime I look at my numbers. Yes. I can tell yes. how I'm doing, if I'm behind, if I'm ahead. God. Um, but no, it's not somebody sitting me down and saying, oh, you know, this is how you did last quarter or, you know, last week. This is what we got to do next month. That's so profound, Chad, what you just said. My numbers tell me how I'm doing. That's so cool. But here's the other part. Do you ever lie to your numbers? Like, well, I couldn't. Do you ever side skirt it? Do you know what I'm saying? Um, Or justify? I mean, I try not to because you're just lying to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And and that's the other part, you know, where I think as a business owner, I've seen you like transform, you know, little by little, right? We're not going to say like you turned into the Incredible Hulk in four minutes. But over time, I've seen you make big, um, what's it called? Um, changes, positive changes and stretches. So here's what I'm asking you is the miracle morning. Mm-hmm. You gave that book to one of your buddies and you're like, I Jay Morales to somebody. Anyway, you <laughs> said, um, just the one little thing that you're doing, share that with us about the miracle morning and, and what improvement it has made in your life. Um, the miracle morning f- for me, I mean, the ultimate message is just get your day started out right. Um, 
you know, if you're getting up at eight o'clock, you're getting in the shower, you're right. doing this, doing that, you're not yes. getting, you're not getting started on your day till nine thirty, ten o'clock. Oh. Um, so a big thing for me was, you know, getting my day started at 6.30 a.m. Um, and not many people know, can say oh, that, yeah. bro. Yeah. Some um, people would argue against you too and say, well, it doesn't matter what time I go to work. What do you say to that person? I don't well, care. That, and I mean, to me, it just kind of feeds, you know, you get your morning started, right? That leads to a good morning, leads to a good afternoon, leads to a good week, leads to a good quarter, leads to a good year. Yeah. You know, it's, it just builds on each other, on, on one another. And if you, if you start your morning out bad, that's going to lead to a bad afternoon, lead to a bad week, yeah. lead to a bad quarter. Dang, you're so a motivational speaker, bro. You're a motivational speaker. Check you. So let me ask you, uh, four years ago, before you started this journey, did you think like you think now or is it no, not? not at all. I, mean, I, did, I didn't think outside of the box. I thought of my own little world. Of, how could I end the day? Right. What right. time is it? Did you read before you started your entrepreneurial journey? A little journey? bit. Not, not like I do now. But you're reading on purpose now to get right. you hyped up and jammed right. up. So sales. You talked about sales earlier. You know what? Forget sales. Let's talk about fun. Because people think, oh, man, you own your own business. That's, no, that's too much work. What do you do outside of business to make it fun. I know I know family's important to you. You have nieces and nephews, correct? Yep. Yep. T- talk to me about that. Talk to me about what your entrepreneurism allows you to do with your time. All kinds of stuff. I mean, yeah, I, I may be tied up on an evening or on a weekend when, you know, everybody else is free, but, you know, working for myself and working some of those hours that other people aren't willing to work, that also allows me to take off in the morning and, and go fishing one day or go see my niece's recital or... You know, I don't have to, I shouldn't say I don't have to ask anybody, but... You don't? I mean, for the most part, if I got something to do, I got something to do. Right, um, right. You know, and the, and the flip side of that is, yeah, maybe I am working some some additional hours on a, on a, on a off time, so to speak, but that right. just frees me up to do things when everybody else is working their typical eight to five. Or they're just stuck. Right. And, and you can plan ahead and say, listen, these two weeks, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. And the word vacation request... Is not even in your nope. vocabulary. I take bro. I take my laptop and my phone everywhere I go. Right, because the hustle means you. This is you, and mm-hmm. and you are this. And let me ask you this. Let let let's just say you're in Vegas or you're out. You know where Colorado, whatever. And someone calls you and says, "Hey, I I need some help with your business." Do you look at that as work, as in labor, or is it something you enjoy? I look at work now as as it's a totally different paradigm. Uh, shift for for a mindset. Uh, when I used to work sixty hours a week, oh my gosh, I hate working sixty hours a week. Now I love working sixty hours a week. Right, because if it's I'm not working all... sixty hours a week, that means I'm busy. That means I got stuff going on. That means I yes. got income coming in. Yes. If I'm working twenty hours a week, guess what that means? It means I you're don't t- have <laughs> things going on. I don't have income coming in. So I love the busy weeks now. What What do you do to stay focused then? Because honestly, the weather's starting to break, man. You know, I know the fish are calling you. I, I know the they fish are. are calling. They're like, they are. they're like, Chad, come out and play. Hook us, Chad. Right? What what do you do? Um how do you I mean h- someday like today's a today's a tough one. I mean, there's no Ooh. breeze, it's perfect out. But I mean you I could mean, catch some fish right now. You could. Yeah, you just gotta gotta stay disciplined. I mean, like I was saying earlier with that, with those, you know, small things done consistently, done daily. That's you know, hey, edge. hey, wake up every morning. You know, get your get your workout in. Get your however many phone calls you have on your agenda for that day. Get your get your couple notes written. Whatever it is on your agenda, get those knocked out. And guess what? If you get those knocked out by noon, go fishing. 
I'm telling you. Most people, I think, even when they have you know a, a job and they over vacation, right? Because they vacation and then they vacation for five days, stuff piles up, people get mad at them. You, you know what I want someone to think with the job right now, and most, not all jobs, but most. When you're an employee position, is it true or not that people are climbing the corporate ladder? That's true, right? Sure. So do you think the higher you climb the ladder, the less you have to work? Or the more you no, have to work. The more. Absolutely. Exactly. The more. Because they want more responsibility, everything. They want to squeeze the juice out mm-hmm. of hey, you're making fifty thousand before, you're making seventy now. Now we expect you to work seventy hours a week. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They do. Nothing wrong with that. Because again, I, I'm not knocking people with jobs. I, I need to be clear here because I've been I've been challenged a couple of times sure. with my out outspokenness. I I don't care what you have, it whether it be a job or or a, a boss. But here's the other thing. You have a real estate business. One day, and you're working towards this, that you'll be able to not work while your business still makes money. And technically it does because you have systems in place. And if the house is, you know, one of your listings go up like, you know, last week and it sells, I mean, you don't even need to be around for most of that. I, I think what happens is, is people just get really comfortable and then they start blaming other things. And I think it's easy to do that in the job. Sure. Is that fair to yeah. say? And when you start blaming stuff, do you think you get more productive or less productive? Absolutely less. So if you're playing the blame game, I mean, you're you're not improving. No, and I'm telling you, man, we should have this conversation sooner than later. I mean, you're saying some profound things that they're not surprising me that they're coming out of your mouth, but you're just a quiet, laid back soak it in kind of guy. You're not really flamboyant or like, hey, blah, you should just listen to Tony Robbins. I, I think that you really listen to people and you and you like to soak stuff in. And I'm starting to borrow some of those characteristics from you. I don't know if I'm practicing them, but I just really think that you can learn a lot from a guy like you who's had your journey from where you were four years ago, you know, into discovering a business for yourself, working hard, purchasing a beautiful home. Um, enjoying your time, and then now being able to impact all the people around you because you have enough resources and money and time. And I think you're just beginning. This is mm-hmm. just me. I mean, you're not beginning the the real estate career, okay? That that's what I'm saying. I think you're just beginning to start to leave your comfort zone, from what I see. And I think you're starting to challenge yourself in different ways that you know that most people don't want to challenge themselves, or they got to they 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 Stay have to inside be forced. The box. Yes. There's entrepreneurs that stay inside the box. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing. Uh, people tell me, oh, I got a job or I got a business. I'm like, what's your business? Well, I, I own a lawn mowing company. I'm like, that's amazing. Or I own an electric company. I'm like, that's freaking awesome. That's great. But the job also owns them mm-hmm. or the business owns them because if they don't turn that screw or they don't unplunge that toilet, they're not going to get paid. In real estate, I think you set up systems to where if you have a listing, once it's up and you keep in contact with your buyer, your buyer doesn't know if you're on the, or your seller, you don't, they don't know if you're on the golf course or in a boardroom or wherever you are, as long as you do a great job for them. And that's, that's the benefit of entrepreneurship. How about this? What sucks? What, what would you go back to if you could? Like, hey, man, I miss this about corporate America. And if it's nothing, it's nothing. Uh, I mean, owning your own business, I mean, you off, you are kind of, quote unquote, by yourself. Yes. Um, Entrepreneurship I mean, so is lonely. The, yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, 
so some of the well, don't get me wrong you meet other agents and other folks and you know in the business and it's great um so I, I don't know maybe that's not different but i guess what i miss from corporate america yeah. kind of what we said earlier is i don't i don't miss the job i miss the people yeah um, yeah so what do you do to reach out you can reach out to them sure I sure. mean, and your I friends still, are always I still, your friends. Yeah, absolutely. I still stay in contact with people I worked with. The, the uh, transaction I closed last week with was somebody I worked with, you know, four four years ago. That's awesome. So just staying in contact with them. That's huge. That's huge. Um, let's talk to the entrepreneurs now who just started in their maybe first to four years. Right, they're just starting to blossom, and they look at you and they say, "Man, I I didn't read. I don't read." Or I look at him and I I. I struggled before, you know, now, but what advice would you give to somebody now that they've committed to this entrepreneurship? Sometimes they feel like going back. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to go back. This is too hard. What would you say to that person? Stick with it. The, the possibilities are endless. I mean, they really are. Uh, it might be tough. I mean, nobody ever said it was easy. Um, right. But, you know, kind of like those slight edge principles, you know, keep at it. Do do the little things every day that are going to get you to where you need to be, I th and I eventually you'll important. you'll get there. You know, every time you say, you know, oh, I don't, I don't need that's such a small detail. I don't need to worry about that. You know, and then the next day comes along, and oh, that's a small detail. I don't need to do that. You know, yeah. No, those those small details are what what propels you to the next level. Man, that's that's so true. So before we wrap this up, I. I'm going to ask you, and I know this is not going to be an all-inclusive list, but outside of real estate, outside of our team, outside of, um, you know, Better Homes and Gardens, outside of this job, this career, this profession, this business, who do you talk to? Who's your mentor? Or who do you go to for advice and stuff? Uh, well, I have my brokers here. I mean, as far as business business stuff. Sure. Um Cash really put me on the spot. I know. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, is there? Anybody I, I have a handful of people that I can go you? to, depending on the situation. I mean, I talk to my my uh, immediate family, sister, brother in law, parents yeah. about Good. certain things. Good. Um, Good. Talk to you about different things. Sure. Sure. Talk but to, I'm inside. Talk to friends about different things. Okay. So you're not inside um, your own head all the time, right? Do you know how hard that is to do to get out of your own head and actually talk to people? Mm -hmm. That's the problem with entrepreneurship. You think something. You never talk about it, and it caves your head in. That's the worst thing you can do. Um, anybody you want a shout-out to? Like, hey, what's up? Oh, I, you know what? I want to send a shout-out to Levi, because it had not been for Levi, I would have not met you. That's or true. Kara. Or That's Kara. True. And honestly, like, serendipitous. I, I believe things happen for a reason. And when I met you years ago, we were just, hey, hey. What's up? What's up? Want to talk about fantasy football? Nah. Okay. Right. That was it. <laughs> right. That was it. That was both of us. Right. And we've we've both grown, but you know I'm better to know you for sure, man. And and just sitting here with you on this you know 20 minutes or so, really opened my eyes. I this is kind of like therapy you need. And 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 I'm listening to this right now. And I know the person listening to the Connection podcast right now is saying, man, that guy Chad Ellison. I'd I'd like to meet him. How do people get in contact with you? What's your contact info so uh -huh. that they can reach out to you? People can always call me if they got questions about anything. I mean, it doesn't have to be real estate related. I try right. to be a source for many things. That's uh, the other thing. Anything you, local. You've uh, created a lot of connections. Right. Like if it said, yo, I need a plumber. Hey, what right. lake do I, I fish concrete at? help. Concrete, I need whatever yes. landscaping or yes. electrician, I mean. Yeah. And it's not even things to do with house. I mean, I got a I got an accountant. 
Yeah. You know, I got a financial advisor that I, I try to help people out with. So that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. And that's why you're here on the connections because you've got all these relationships, Chad. And I've enjoyed watching you grow over the years. And um, I do want to thank our sponsor, though, today. Our sponsor is the Omaha Gift Company. So uh, check out the Omaha Gift Company.com. Enter code JAY for the promo code to take 5% off your order and be thoughtful when you give that gift. Chad, thank you for being on with me today, bro. Thanks, Jay. This was awesome, dude. Until we meet again. A Parkville Media Production.